This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so we just talked about the wide receivers. Now we look at the tight ends and wouldn't you know it, the Bills don't just have a very legit number one tight end. They've also now got an interesting player at number two tight end with the addition of OJ Howard. Poor OJ Howard, man. Like they bury the lead on this one. They sign Von Miller. And then like three minutes later, the reports come out. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, the bills are also signing OJ Howard. And we completely didn't get a chance to talk about what he could potentially do for this team. But now we fast forward into the off season in sale. That's where I have in these conversations. So I don't think we need to really figure out like the depth chart order or anything with the tight ends, but OJ Howard's a really interesting addition for the Bills. Yeah, and I don't know if there's been too much made of how he's looked so far in mini camps. He's big and he's not super smooth in and out of breaks. I think some people have said like he's looked a little slower or sluggish. Multiple, you know, people have kind of reported that. I will even admit, I think that that might be what it is, but I, I want to stop myself short and remember you're also kind of comparing him to these new wave, new age tight ends that I think a lot of people thought he'd be. He hasn't necessarily been, but he's still a good athlete and he's big and he can still create mismatches. So I don't, I want to stop short of just thinking, Oh, he's struggling. And when he gets to camp, you know, let's see, he's going to be really far behind. I think he could still matter in this offense. I think the bills are planning on him mattering, but I don't see him anywhere near the level right now, at least of what they believe Dawson Knox can be. He is still to me though, their number two tight end. And I think they want to use two tight ends a lot. I do. And I also look back to last year and it wasn't a super long time, but when Dawson Knox got injured and missed that little bit of time in the middle of the season, the bills offense struggled. Like they were not the same group that we were used to them seeing. And I know that there's a lot of other factors that go into that, but I think it was because they didn't have a tight end who threat the, or was a threat to the defense in any way, shape or form. And that's not a knock on Tommy Sweeney, but defenses aren't game planning to stop top, stop Tommy Sweeney. That's a tongue twister. They are for Dawson Knox. OJ Howard is probably somewhere in the middle of that. If something happens to Dawson Knox, then OJ Howard is at least serviceable. And then you still probably have Tommy Sweeney on this team or on the practice squad in some capacity. So I do think that it's unfair to compare him to Dawson Knox, especially as Knox has emerged as, you know, one of the better young tight ends in the NFL. But I do think that you won't be able to just ignore him because if defenses are focusing completely on the wide receivers and on Dawson Knox, and they're like, well, yeah, let OJ Howard do what he's got to do. He is going to win some mismatches and be an option for the bills. Even if he is a little bit slower than sale, maybe we thought he would be. He's a big dude, by the way. I mean, he's you really huge. do notice, right? He's huge. Yeah. 
I mean, he's you you see him when he's out there. He makes he makes quite the impression. Remember when Josh talked to us like the first day of even workouts and he said he was asked, like, does anybody surprise you? He goes, oh, my God, O.J. Howard is huge. I would not want to be in front of him running the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's a massive guy. It, it, that like it was one of those things. I remember the first time we were on the field, there were a couple things that stood out to me. One was how big O.J. Howard is. One was how small James Cook looks, maybe just compared to some of the other guys out there. And then a couple other guys just got like yoked in the offseason. And you're like, holy crap, like that guy did not skip a gym day at all. No doubt about it. And OJ Howard, I think the Bills, you know, hope he has some sort of reinvention to his career. And of course he does too. He is on a one-year deal. And like you said about, you know, Crowder earlier, if he can really make an impact, he's going to help himself. So there's a lot of people, including OJ Howard, very much invested on him having that year. Now you brought up Tommy Sweeney. Since Tommy Sweeney was drafted, I've said one of the best hands on the team. Tommy Sweeney catches everything. He did have a drop last year in a game, I remember. And I said to myself, well, there goes my Tommy Sweeney catches everything. But he does. He has great hands. He is not the athlete that Dawson Knox is, probably even O.J. Howard is necessarily, uh, as much as we just talked about maybe being a little bit slower. But Tommy Sweeney is a capable blocker, and he catches everything. To me, he is the consummate backup NFL tight end. That's what he is. I think the question really comes into play here, though, is do they want to keep a third or do they not here considering all the other numbers around the roster? couple factors here. The first one I'm going to say is that Tommy Sweeney has immaculate vibes, and I think that matters to the Bills. Like, they love Tommy Sweeney. They want him around this team, whether it's on the 53 or whether it's on the practice squad. If they have a say... He will be in that locker room in some way, shape, or form. The second thing that we need to bring up is what is Reggie Gilliam? Like, is Reggie Gilliam a tight end? Is he a fullback? Is he a running? Like, I know for the sake of the 53, it really doesn't matter. But if they have these spots allotted and they're like, okay, well, normally we keep this many running backs, we keep a fullback, we keep this many wide receivers, this many tight ends, then I think there is an outside chance that all four of those guys are on the Bills team. So Knox, O.J. Howard, Tommy Sweeney, and then Reggie Gilliam. If they decide that Reggie Gilliam is a tight end, and I'm putting air quotes here, then Tommy Sweeney probably has an outside shot, and more likely than not, he's a practice squad guy. But that being said, I'm not ruling anything out because he is a very capable blocker. He's a little bit more like if you that's what you were game planning for a certain game, you would rather have him in than Reggie Gilliam. Reggie Gilliam can just kind of do more things. He's just a little bit more versatile, but they got so many guys that are versatile. Maybe there is space for a couple people who really just excel at one particular area. Yeah, it's a great point. I'm glad you brought up Reggie Gilliam because, you know, when you talk about running backs, we kind of threw him off to the side there because, you know, he's he's a fullback. And then if you talk about tight ends, you throw him aside because he's a fullback. Well, wait a minute, where does he fit in then? Because he has to count and he's going to be on this team. I think Reggie Gilliam's on this team. I think he's on the 53. He matters to them. And I do think that there's a chance that he could bump Tommy Sweeney. Like that's maybe the guy that he bumps off the roster more than anyone. Maybe, maybe more than any running back, even that that mm-hmm. would be the guy who would bump off the roster. So I think that's a really great point that you make on him. Now, when it comes to if they do keep a third, and if it's a true tight end, not Reggie Gilliam, it doesn't have to be Tommy Sweeney. I just want people to know that Quentin Morris is a guy that I think this organization really thinks has come along and has developed. And I would not discount Quentin Morris being that third tight end if they keep a third true tight end. 
Uh, you know, I don't know if I agree. I don't disagree with the sentiment that like Quentin Morris is a more complete tight end, but I almost think at that point on the roster, it's like, uh, well, this is the guy that gels so well with the other guys. Yeah. And I think they might value that more because you can, and I don't want to knock Quentin Morris, but like you could go out and find another guy like that. If you absolutely had to in the middle of the year, I think they would just be really worried if something happened and they couldn't have Tommy, like if Tommy Sweeney doesn't make the 53 man roster, he will be on the practice squad. I just think they would get, you know, kind of scared of like, okay, we got to cut him. I don't think another team would really come and sign him. I, I just don't see a situation where Morris makes this team practice squad. Possibly. I just don't see a situation where he's on the 53. A lot of people thought the bills got a steal and Jalen Weidermeyer being available as an undrafted free agent. Um, they did sign him after he went undrafted when many people thought he would get drafted. I'll say the same thing you just did about Quentin Morris, where Look, you, you're you probably there's a reason he went undrafted. I mean, every team gets a shot. He's seven through, <clears throat> excuse me, through seven rounds. But I don't see him making the roster. I do think that that's the kind of guy you put in as a project on the practice squad. Let's remember, we just said OJ Howard has that one year deal. Matt Dawson Knox has one year left on his deal, right? I mean, you have to start maybe thinking about the future at the tight end position. So I, I don't see that happening. You could touch on Jalen Watermore if you want, but I do want to ask you about Dawson Knox and going into this last year of his deal. Um, he says, you know, obviously he's not thinking about it, but it is something fans are thinking about. How much are you thinking about, you know, Dawson Knox long-term where he fits into this team, what they might have to do. So it's funny because we've had this conversation as it pertains to Jordan Poyer a couple of yeah. times. And we take all of these players and we put them in a basket and you've probably heard us say this before, but if you look at the guys who need new contracts, Jordan Poyer, Ed Oliver, Tremaine Edmonds, Dawson Knox, and who knows, maybe even Gabriel Davis. But if you put all those guys in a basket. I think Dawson Knox is the one that's the most likely to sign a new contract with the Bills and probably the maybe the quickest one that will get done because it seems like a perfect fit. Dawson Knox developed the right way in Buffalo, became this guy who went from, you know, two touchdowns to three touchdowns to nine touchdowns. He was this kind of piece of clay when they drafted him and you didn't know what he would get molded into. And now he has gotten molded into the prototypical tight end in the NFL in 2022. So I think that he will be a part of this team for a long time. And I think that they'll be pretty generous with the contract that they give him just because he kind of embodies everything that I think they want. It's like, listen, if you're drafted here and you work, and you get to what you're trying to get to, we will pay you and we will compensate you the way that you are you know, meant to be compensated. And that, once again, comes down to the like, this is now the core of the Buffalo Bills. It's Josh Allen. It's Stefan Diggs. It's Gabriel Davis. It's Dawson Knox. Like from a skill quarterback position standpoint, like that is their core probably for a long time. And then everybody else is compliments to them. And I do think that the Bills value the tight end position. And I know that Josh values Dawson Knox. Speaking of Dawson Knox, we caught up with the Buffalo Bills fourth year tight end. And we'll bring that to you coming up next on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo.